I really am just like, I can't even like come up with like simple words, I feel like. Wow, today Welcome is- Welcome to blah. my world! Wait, do you have a tagline? No. Uh, oh, either. <laughs> okay, we can just go with the original, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll make one up. <laughs> you want to make one up? Oh, goody. <laughs> sure. Wait. Okay. Can I just make one favor? Yes. Can you do it in your telephone voice? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go for real this time. <clears throat> Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Welcome to Pickles and Vodka, the mental health podcast where we're messed up and so are you. I'm Lauren. <laughs> and I'm Christina. And that was beautiful. <laughs> that, that, that is my telemarketer or recorded voice. <laughs> I don't even remember like how it came to be in the last episode. No, but we felt like that was one thing that could not be lost <laughs> in that episode. Yeah. So um, Elephant in the Room, we skipped last week. Um, we, we did record, but mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, it just wasn't usable. It, and it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, and there's, I've been a mess. I don't know about you, Lauren. I wasn't at that point. Like I, cause our, our first Thursday night had been so much fun. I was looking forward to another Thursday night recording, but I'd say ever since then, I've pretty much been a mess. So that's where I am right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was we recorded. Um, there was a really bad lag, so we could barely hear each other talking. And then I was really upset about stuff going on in the news. And um, <laughs> I, I still am. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't gotten better. But yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't gotten better. Um I mean, we're recording this on October 28th, 2023. If you're listening to this from the future, look at your history books. Yeah. Read a news article from that day. Yeah. Um, it's it's bad. Um, I have not felt like posting or creating content at all. That's been the reality of it. I haven't felt like creating content. It just seems so superficial in the face of all this death and destruction and just like pain and annihilation it's just like a lot to deal with and on top of that i i feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it in this country and so that just makes me feel even crazier and and i still don't know how to talk about it and there's like i don't know what i can do about it it might be nothing you know yeah i mean you you can feel terrible about these things but you're not responsible for it so you, you can't necessarily do anything except i don't know be aware <laughs> Yeah, be aware. Um, that is something that's been helping me is just educating myself about Palestine and everything that has not not only just started going on since the seventh, but like everything that's been going on for the last 75 years. And like, I didn't know anything about that part of the country, other than what I had learned growing up, which (laughs) I'm now deconstructing. So that's fun. Yeah, for me, this is actually, I realized, a weird kind of um, flashback or something, because I guess there was, like, some some major, like, tensions and issues there around the time when I was in high school, and when we had um, geography or government or something like that, then all those classes would start with, like, 15 minutes of watching the news. Mm. So I I remember that being a big thing. 
Because, like, some of the names are still the same, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I remember this, sort of. Oh, yeah, because it's happened before. Um, it's just that I personally was never paying attention until now, and so now, um, rather than attempt to, like, break this down into words that make sense, I thought I would just, like, talk about some of the things that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of helplessness, um, a lot of anger, shame, heartbrokenness. I feel, like, heartbroken by everything going on, fearful. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll keep this in. I'm wondering... Are you someone who has trouble letting things go? You know, like, say something happens at work that just, like, totally embarrasses you. Like, does it still continue to bother you for, like, days after? Or can you just be like, I'm not at work anymore? (laughs) Yes, the former. Yes, Uh (laughs) that's what I thought. Because I am more of the latter. And I think that might be why, like, I can... In the specific example we're talking about as well, that I can just, you know, like hear it and be like, oh my God, how are people so awful? (laughs) But then I can do something else in my life. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that like, it's impossible for me to hide my feelings or to keep my feelings from running the show. And Mm -hmm. so once I'm aware of something going on, um, in this case, a humanitarian crisis, I can't just shove that to the back of my mind. I like it, it's it gets to be a problem where like I can't stop scrolling through the news and mm-hmm. I can't stop just like sinking into this pit of despair and yeah. in some ways that feels right it's like okay I should be m- messed up about this um one thing that we kind of talked about on the last episode and that people have kept talking to us about is that like, you can't help anyone if you don't have compassion for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's easy to say that. Yeah. And I, I think the last episode is, is that's the one where we talked about my, my friend um, who has all of the, like, family and friends and, like, lived in Paris for a while. And there was that nightclub or something that got bombed and held hostage and everything yeah. like that. I'm repeating this from last week, but nobody heard it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the lost episode. Yes, but but because it's it's still relevant. Um, because that was uh, the friend that I met was a very good friend my first time in treatment, and that's it happened while we were there. And when it first happened, because you know she knew so many people back in that area, they couldn't get a hold of people. So for a while, she had no idea if like these people that were family to her were even alive. Then. She just shut down and she like refused to talk for a day and, you know, obviously sitting at meals thinks that like she doesn't have to, to eat them because she's so upset. And that was what, you know, when she came to me later and kind of said like, you know, I was talking to my parents and, and realized that just because these terrible things are happening, me destroying myself is not helping anything. And she said, like, it was tough and it sucked that she had to go about and just be like, yep, I'm just going to sit down here and talk with everybody and eat breakfast and, you know, participate and everything. But she's just like, that's what I got to do right now. That's my job right now. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That's the only thing you can do in some situations. But then, I don't know, it's so hard for me to do that stuff right now. Yeah, I understand. I'm not saying like it's easy, just like that was an interesting thing to learn. No, I guess I just feel called out, which is a good thing. (laughs) Um, I know Vicky on our Instagram commented something like that, 
Let me pull it up real quick. We're trying to stick to an outline, y'all. We're trying to be organized here. Yeah, I guess we're in the housekeeping segment. Yeah, we're talking about guests. We don't have any voicemails. <laughs> no, so we'll do that later. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vicky commented on our last Instagram post, and she's, she was talking about self-care and how it just feels like wasted time. She mm. says... I know that it's not true and it's important to do things for yourself that make you feel good about yourself or are relaxing or fun or rejuvenating, but it all feels futile and pointless sometimes when there are so many other things to do or you literally feel like doing absolutely nothing. And I want to add on to that when you feel like anything you do won't accomplish anything or like anything you do will be pointless. Yeah, I feel like that's come up recently in therapy for me, but I don't know what we said about it. I probably just argued with her and was like, no, I don't need to do things for myself. <laughs> I don't deserve anything. Oh my God, Lauren, when will you learn? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just realizing that I might not do well with outlines because now I feel like restricted to the outline. <laughs> There's an episode of Dopey Podcast where they try to do an outline for a single episode and it turns out really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's really oh, no. funny. Uh, I'm thinking of that right now. Fuck it. Let's just get into personal updates. Okay. Lauren, where are you at? We've talked about where I'm at. I didn't feel like we totally did. I was like, God damn it. I didn't get it in fast enough. I was going to ask you first. <laughs> oh, I mean, we can come back to me, but I just... <laughs> yeah, because I don't think you're done. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Understatement of the year. <laughs> yes. But yeah, what's up with you? Wow, I really am just like, I can't even like come up with like simple words, I feel like. Wow, today Welcome is... Welcome to blah. my world! <laughs> if this episode does anything, it's to show people that, like, they're not the only ones that, that like, I can't even find the word for what this is. Try to say a sentence and just feel like... <laughs> okay, listen, sometimes I think it's it's more important to show up and do your best than it is to produce something good. Sometimes, not all the time. Right. Like last time, it was not. <laughs> exactly. Last time, it was it was awful. Well, I think it was the the lag was killing us. It was more than just both of us being like, <laughs> exactly. Like I can take a lag if we're in a really good mood. I can also take like just being kind of blah if it sounds good. <laughs> I guess both of those sound terrible. <laughs> well, you can't get everything every time. <laughs> So yeah, um, talk about your feelings. Anyway, yeah, what have I been doing? So um, (laughs) you would have missed my story last week where uh, there was another shooting here. I freaked out about that too. I thought when I woke up at 4.30 in the morning that it was actually inside the building. So I was especially freaked out by that. Turns out it was not inside the building, but it was just outside the front door where some lady was walking down the street and she decided to break into a car parked right out front because she needed somewhere to sit down so that she could smoke her crack and eat her ice cream. And while she was in the car, the owner of the car saw this and was going to obviously tell her probably to stop smoking crack in his car, I'm guessing. And she got out a gun and she was starting to load it. And so he got out his because, of course, everybody here carries guns and accidentally shot it when he didn't hadn't meant to and blew a hole in his windshield. But nobody, nobody died. Lady got arrested for drugs. I'm still freaked out. I'm I'm listening to this story. And even though it's the second time I've heard it, my mouth is still open. And I can only imagine 
what it must be like to listen to that story and not be from America. <laughs> like, it. unfortunately, that's just the reality here. Not even that. To, to not be... Because I'm thinking, like, if you're someone that grew up in, like, a small town in North Dakota and that's all you've been to... <laughs> then hearing specific. This, I, I don't know. I just I tried to pick a place where I don't hear about a lot of crime. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know where my vape is. Oh no! I oh would give god. you my spare if I could send it through the the computer. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Keep going. Okay. So since then, if you want another crazy story about my place, there's more. Yes. No guns. <laughs> no shooting. We're we're gonna veer in a totally different direction. Oh goody. So, yeah, don't say that too fast. So Monday, I, I wake up and I go in the bathroom and I see something poking out from underneath the floorboard. And I look at it and I'm like, that's a fucking mushroom. <gasps> there was a mushroom growing in my bathroom. Okay, that's actually happened to me before. But it no, was when... it was when... I never heard of that. <laughs> Okay, but you live in a luxury apartment. We were living in the basement of a hundred-year-old house in a poor section of a Chicago suburb. Okay, that does make more sense, because that's what I was thinking, too, is I was like, the only time I've heard of mushrooms growing inside is people that have, like, these old, old basements that are, like, almost more dirt than they are floor. <laughs> so, Lauren, how did the mushroom make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel Disgusted. threatened? I... I did. I, I sliced it off with a knife because I didn't want to touch it. Oh, but, well, actually, I think if you slice it off, it has the potential to regrow. You have to, like, yank out the roots. Well, that's the thing is I didn't think I was going to be able to do that because it was growing from underneath the floorboard. I didn't think that I was going to be able to really grab it. So I sliced it off and I poured white vinegar on it because that's how you're supposed to kill mushrooms in your front yard. I didn't, I didn't know this. And I mean, it hasn't grown back, but that's just to add to me needing to get out of this place because what ended up happening, you know, I talked to maintenance and it looked like some water had leaked out of my toilet, like towards that area of the floor. And so he, he checked and he said like, okay, so the seal on your toilet was bad. Essentially, you know, like there was waste collecting every time you flushed and <gasps> I'm like, so you're saying there was shit. <laughs> oh my god. That was leaking out of my toilet and was all over in there. Thank you. I mean, you haven't talked about poop for a while until now. I was getting worried. That's true. <laughs> I do still poop. In case anyone was worried. <laughs> I'm always worried. I text her every morning. Lauren, did you poop yet? <laughs> I haven't heard about you pooping in a few days. Are you okay? <laughs> Oh my god, there was this guy in treatment that would, like, come up to you after you used the bathroom with a clipboard and asked about your sample. Like, oh. he would ask about the size and, and, like, the texture, and none of the other staff members did this. It was just this one guy. Ew. See, yeah. when it's like that, it makes me feel like they just kind of have this, like, sick fascination. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, after a while, you just get kind of desensitized to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, that's... I don't know where to go from there. Um... No, but I feel like unless they, like, tear everything down, I don't know. I mean, sure, we're not, like, collecting shit underneath our toilet anymore, but there might be mold in the walls. I've been dealing with a lot of <laughs> grossness this week because Ruby's been sick. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I talked on the last episode about uh, I was taking her to the vet with um, mm -hmm. some of my motorcycle money. 
Yeah. And um, she was mostly healthy, but she did have some kidney crystals that okay. would explain, like, all the peeing she's been doing outside the litter box. Yeah. So they gave us some, like, medicated food for that that was really expensive, but cheaper than surgery. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Moral of the story, like, my cat has been going through a lot, and so have I, and it's been just adding to all this stress and exhaustion. I got two hours of sleep last night. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I mean, I, I do monitor your sleep habits, so I usually know when you're yeah, more I monitor tired her poop. <laughs> She monitors my <laughs> sleep. Yep. <laughs> We're more than just co-hosts. We help each other out yes. with a lot of things. <laughs> it's funny because we literally like never text each other. I, we've been doing better lately. That's true. Yeah, I feel like a couple times a week we do a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you something Something fun. Please. So, so the, the day after I, I came into work where I found mushrooms growing in my bathroom. That's the fun kind. <laughs> No. Well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> They're probably not the fun kind. No, probably not. That's what my roommate came home and, you know, and I told her and I showed her the pictures and everything. And she was like, well, you like mushrooms. Did you try and cook with them? I was like, I should have tried to make some tea with them and sell it. <laughs> Watch you just accidentally poison people, though. Yeah. Like, with our <laughs> luck. You don't mess uh, around with nature. Even nature that grows in bathrooms. Pico refuses to go in bathrooms because he knows that's where the bats happen. But I am glad that um, I locked it off from Meatball because he can't behave in the bathroom. Because I would hate for either of them to have accidentally eaten it. Oh, God. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, like, now that I think about it. Exactly. That was one of the first things I thought. I was like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that. But <laughs> story Tell me the starting. hard thing. <laughs> yes. So I get to work. It must have been on Tuesday. There are now three little miniature Bigfoots. Oh, yeah. Have been discovered around the office. <laughs> so basically, over the summer, someone was hiding these strange little plastic Ducks, animals. frogs, pigs, yep. <laughs> all around Lauren's office. No one knew who it was. They finally revealed themselves to be... It turned out to be a um, mother-daughter team, which the daughter had just done some temp work for us because they were hiding them... Like, not realizing for a long time. The daughter just hid them around on her last day. The mom thought it was funny. You know, nobody knew who was hiding them, but she just thought it, was, it would be funny if she hid some. And then they, <laughs> a good month or two went by before they talked to each other and realized, oh my God, we both did this. Oh my God, wait. So they didn't even know that each other was doing it? No. Like, the mom just thought that it was funny that we were finding little animals. And she's like, I want to get in on the fun. So she just started hiding some. Oh, that's adorable. I know. But yeah, I guess was... they're still doing it, even though people know who they are. Unless someone else decided to. Ooh. Not gonna lie, I ordered some mini puppies that I think I might just throw around one day. <laughs> hopefully they don't listen to this. For many other reasons, hopefully they don't <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> yeah, because of course, after that whole saga, re your relationship with work soured considerably. Uh-huh. You need a new job, you need a new place. Totally doable, right? No pressure. Yep. Um, there's more to say about that, but I don't want to say it on here. This is why we need a Patreon. Oh, well, that was actually something. Um, sorry, I already said this to Christina. Hey, guys, do, would you want to read a Pickles and Vodka blog? Because <laughs> I'm looking at starting one to go along with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so Lauren, sell it to the listeners and to me, because I don't really know. The last time I blogged was like 2010, 2011. 
Mm-hmm. And I know it's changed a lot since then. Yeah, basically, I feel like I have tried to start some blogs in the past, and where I always fail is I don't keep them up enough, because if you want it to be successful, I mean, you gotta be posting, like, every single day. So this appealed to me more because the podcast is our bread and butter, so it doesn't need to be a blog that's posted on every single day. I thought of it as something like sometimes we get into topics and maybe we had more to say about them or it'd be a good place, you know, I I haven't done it as much, but I want to. And you've read some old journal entries and things like that, you know, posting something like that. Or you wrote that one piece recently, like posting that there. Yeah. And I just thought it would be, it'd be more of a companion thing. It wouldn't, you know, be like, now we are bloggers, (laughs) podcasters. No, I like it. I like it. I think you should totally do that. Yeah. So I I looked into it and I found a really great article that seemed like the best way to, you know, like start up and actually maybe have some success with it. And what I was kind of hoping in the back of my head is I'm with you that I would prefer to leave advertisements off podcasts if possible. But I'm not against putting advertisements on a blog because they're just like a little banner on the side that you don't have to look at. It's not I don't even know how that works. Uh, well, the, the article that I had, had, um, pretty step-by-step process. So I think I could do it. I believe in you. (laughs) No, you take the reins on this. Whatever you want to do, I'll support it. Cool. It will hopefully make me feel like I can contribute more. (laughs) Because sometimes since you do all the editing, I just feel like, um, what do I do? (laughs) You show up, Lauren. That's what you do. That's the hardest thing of all. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's really hard to be motivated these days. Um, another reason I'm in a bad mood is because my therapist canceled my appointment this week. Oh, yeah. And it's like the fourth time. And so I might be dropping her soon. Fair enough. Because as you know, I've been in that same situation and had to do just that. (laughs) I feel like scared saying that even. That is not the part you should be scared about. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just like lying down on my bed. (laughs) Cool. Oh my god. I'm actually considering dropping mine too, and I'm kind of scared of it because I don't count on my myself to have enough motivation to find somebody new right away, and I feel like I'll just let it go. That's the thing that I'm worried about, dropping her and then, yeah, not finding someone just new. being like, well, that didn't work, and just kind of coasting, yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what to focus on right now because it's like, I need to focus on, you know, finding health insurance but before I can do that, I need to find a psychiatrist and get on meds. But like, I need mm-hmm. health insurance to do that. And then Ugh. like, I'm trying to also stay informed and like, find time to be creative and like, take care of my needs, but it's been really hard. And so I just keep like pushing everything to the side and like procrastinating and nothing is getting done. I just like I'm sinking deeper and deeper into this like anxiety. Yeah, I feel like I'm like getting into that same hole, especially knowing things like I have to move. I got to figure that out. I've put off taking Pico to the vet. He's like four months overdue. And every once in a while I think of it, I'm like, I got to do that. But then I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think talking about this stuff when we're in this kind of mood does more harm than good? Um... I don't think so. I think it feels like that maybe to us, I think, or at least we feel like, I don't know, that it's pointless or that like, why are we just 
commiserating about the shitty things in our life. But I feel like every time we do, then we get a good response that surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that makes sense because, you know, I was just thinking maybe it's kind of like, like think of um, especially in the beginning when everyone's posting on Facebook and all they want to post is like, I went to a party. I went to a cool restaurant. These people visited. I went on vacation. My life is great. And oh, are you <laughs> talking about like when Facebook first came out? Yeah. And people would it- post albums from their like nights with like 50 pictures. <laughs> Yeah, but that's all they'd post. And so, like, random schmo like me looking at it is like, wow, I spent another night depressed drinking half a bottle of wine. And your life is great because look at all that you do all the time. And you don't realize, like, oh, wait, they do that too. They just don't post about it. You're honestly making me realize that, yeah, like, it is important to post the moments where our lives suck and where we don't feel motivated or, or anything. Because when I see pictures of people out there enjoying themselves and being social and like the the curated pictures that people post on Instagram these days, especially, Mm -hmm. it's like everything is an ad, everything is scripted and curated and polished. And it's just, it's hard to trust any of it. And so the people that I really love to follow are the ones who are more vulnerable and raw and unpolished. And that's kind of what we are being right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it is important. Yeah. I just don't know how it's important yet. I mean, it's this made me think of, and I, yeah, I don't know how I would say it's important, but obviously, like, it still had an effect on me because I still think about it. So it was, did some good. Uh, so not my current roommate, but a roommate I had when I first moved to St. Louis area. She, a couple of years ago, had like a benign brain tumor, but they had to do surgery and had take it out. So she had to have brain surgery. They were scheduling it and then they had to postpone it and all this kind of stuff. So she'd been posting about it happening. And finally, you know, when it happened, then like two days later, she posts this picture where, you know, she's like, oh, you know, like I'm home and recovering and, you know, and she's smiling and looks, you know, pretty good in it and everything like that. And then two days after that, she's like, you know what, that wasn't sitting well with me. And she's like, Here's a picture from when I woke up. I can't sit up. I have not done makeup. I haven't washed my hair. You know, I <laughs> I feel like shit and mm. I'm not using filters. I'm not forcing myself to like use all my energy for the next hour just to smile for a picture. It's just like, this is it. Like, good for yeah. you. <laughs> wow. Exactly. That takes so much courage to do just to show up and bear your authentic self for the world to see. Yeah. And I just, I was like, especially impressed that, you know, like I said, that she came back a few days later and was just like, you know what? I actually was trying to make it look like everything's fine and I'm good. And I felt bad about lying about that pretty much. It's not. It's never too late to be honest, Mm -hmm. you know, with, with your followers, with your friends, with your family, obviously easier said than done. But that's, that's one thing I've been trying to do. And like, like I said earlier, I haven't been posting to social media uh, in some ways because I feel like it's disrespectful to just like post about things that I enjoy or things I find pretty when there's a genocide taking place. Right. But I guess the thing that I always like want to like, I understand your feeling, but the things I always want to say to to something like that is like, if you post about something you enjoy, then you're not going to make it worse. No one's going to like kill a handful more people because they saw Christina posted a pretty picture. 
Oh my god. <laughs> it's Why? true. <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. I found my vape, by the way. It was in my pocket. I know oh, you're good. wondering. <laughs> I was really concerned. <laughs> but like, I think the reason I haven't been posting is because the stuff that I used to post in the past, like the really curated stuff, it's not, it's no longer what I want to post. It's no longer authentic. If it was ever authentic, mm -hmm. it's like, but I don't have anything to replace it because the stuff I really want to post still feels too raw and too mm -hmm. vulnerable. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, you talking about your, that friend made me think like, that is what I want to post. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to put out there in the world. And it, it's just a matter of finding the courage and finding like, a moment to breathe where you can like process this stuff like that's one thing that I didn't do last week I didn't stop to try to process everything mm. before I sat down to record with you yeah and so I feel like I kind of caught you off guard and I, I caught myself <laughs> off guard and, uh -huh. and the result was a shitty episode but I, I'm just I, I want to change I just don't know how mm -hmm. we do have this space for being honest and I don't want to waste it you yeah. know uh, and I know that you have struggled with that. Yeah, and I feel the same way here too, is especially since, I mean, I feel like I'm taking steps to make it feel safe. You know, that's why I don't share with everybody what I'm doing, because I don't want to have to start feeling like I'm performing if certain people are listening. Yeah. But it's, that doesn't make it easy still to, to be like, yeah, hey, things aren't great. And I know we talk about, you know, this is the imperfect mental health podcast where, or wait, no, I can't even get it right. <laughs> this is, you know, we're imperfect people having imperfect conversations, but I still feel like I put on a performance. Yeah, I still feel that a little bit too. It's it's more like I feel that and every once in a while, I think we get into a conversation and I kind of like drop that. And then I sit back for a minute and I'm like, that's what I want to do all the time. Yeah, that's me <laughs> editing every week. I'm like, oh yes. my God, this was a great moment. Why didn't we keep talking about that? Or like, mm -hmm. why didn't you keep being vulnerable? Yes. Like, I, I feel like sometimes I, I'm vulnerable for a little bit and then I, I feel like I have to cancel it out with a joke or something. But then maybe that's good. I mean, that's practice. You're not, you're not going to come right out of the gate and be like, I've decided to be vulnerable. Let's do it all the time. Yeah, this podcast is just us practicing vulnerability at the end of the day. Ooh, I like turning that into a tagline. <laughs> Where we practice Just practicing a little vulnerability. <laughs> Ooh, does that sound too preachy, y'all? Work it out. Take our, our bare bones idea and make it better. <laughs> We're putting the burden on you now. <laughs> no, and a few people did reach out. Uh, asking if we were okay when we didn't put out a, an episode. And we really appreciate that. And we don't take it for granted. And, you know, we're trying to be vulnerable with you all. And, you know, if, if you want to be vulnerable with us, like, we hope we can return the favor. Uh, you don't even need to be a guest on the podcast, just like sending in a voicemail or, or a private message. Uh, we'll share it with your permission if you want. You never know, like, who you're going to reach that way. Yeah, if you have like voicemail on any of the topics, because we did used to play voicemails almost every week. Now we haven't had any in a while. Yeah, there's a few things that have gone on since then. I think we need to give <laughs> ourselves a little grace. True, true. <laughs> um, oh my god, I lost my phone with my notes on it. <laughs> I do feel I do feel a little better, even though I, d I still couldn't tell you like what I talked about on this episode. It felt like it had a slow start, and I you know... Um... Somewhere in the middle. And I was just like, 
No, I think this one, I mean, it's going better than last week's and also no lag. So (laughs) it's worthy of being heard. (laughs) Oh, so even though we didn't put out an episode last week, we did appear on another podcast that I have collaborated with before. It was Lauren's first time. Chasing Childhood, I believe. Yes. I shouldn't say I believe. Of course it is. I knew that. Yeah, and it was a great experience. We talked with Lex about the movie Scream. And funny enough, it was a perfect nostalgic moment for me because I saw the original Scream in the theater and had lots to say about that. These two yahoos had never seen it. Yeah, I was going to say, I still feel so unprepared because I hadn't seen it. And, you know, Lex hadn't seen it either. That kind of made it fun for me. Exactly. It was really fun. So you can go to Chasing Childhood podcast and find our episode on Scream that we did. If you want to hear how we sound like when we're not talking about mental health. Except for the times when we did. Except for the times (laughs) that we did. It's fine. Yeah. So this episode was kind of all over the place. But with that said, I do want to start getting into some like themed episodes again. Yeah, me too. So for next week, I was thinking one of us could pick a topic. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any ideas or... I know, I was just trying to think, like, how my week looks. I'm like, should it be me? (laughs) I mean, I could pick one if you want. I don't mind. I think we had a recent one where I just kind of, like, accidentally picked a topic. So I feel like I've picked the last one, essentially. So it's your turn. (laughs) Okay, so next week, we will be going back to our schedule where we take turns picking topics. Knock on wood. Mm -hmm. We're able to stick to it this time. Um, If you have any ideas for topics, let us know. I guess now we'll do the social media plugs. Sure. So one of the best ways I feel like to find us. Well, just kidding. Just kidding. Phone voice. Oh. (laughs) Can you do it? I think you need to do it in the phone voice. (laughs) In that case, let me just go through them all. All right. All right. You can find us in social media at Pickles and Vodka Podcast on Instagram. You also can reach us at Gmail at Pickles and Vodka Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, Pickles and Vodka, a mental health podcast. Also, we have started a YouTube channel at Pickles and Vodka Podcast. And just for fun, you can reach our personal Instagrams at Xtina Jumper or at Pico Suave, P I C O S A U V E. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put music over it. I love it. <laughs> Um, thank you for that glorious outro, Lauren. Until next week, everyone, please stay safe and... As sane as you want to. As sane as you want to. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh my God.